Today is Friday, January 22nd. This is TDAT Talk. I'm Finn Warner. Happening today, a look at the January 19th Los Angeles County Commissioner meeting. And in the state, Colorado Parks and Wildlife releases a warning to residents in southeastern Colorado after a coyote believed to have mange was spotted near Colorado Springs. In national news, the Biden administration announces it will pause many deportations for 100 days. And something to brighten up your day, a four-year-old boy surprised National Guard members with cookies on Inauguration Day. Stick around for more. Today's podcast is brought to you with support from Phil Long Toyota in Trinidad, featuring their year-end clear-out sales to get you in a new or previously owned vehicle that fits your budget. Head down today and let Lisa Camarillo or one of their many friendly sales rep help you get some new wheels for the new year. Alright, let's check in with the weather. It is going to be a very warm and sunny Friday with highs in the 50s and tonight's lows in the upper 20s. And kicking off the weekend, Saturday will be nice and sunny with highs in the upper 40s and tomorrow night's lows in the mid-20s. Rounding out the weekend, Sunday takes a change with a chance for snow in the evening and a daily high in the mid-40s. Sunday night will bring a chance of snow and a low around 20 degrees. Now, here's the news. And happening in Trinidad on Tuesday, January 19th, Los Animas County Commissioners met for their regular meeting discussing several agenda items, among them continuing efforts to support local struggling businesses affected by the ongoing pandemic, Commissioners voted to approve an additional small business relief fund grant from the Department of Local Affairs. Finance Director Christy Coberly explained that the grant was for restaurants, bars, caterers, movie theaters, and gyms, only that could show a 20% decrease in revenues. County Administrator Phil Dorenkamp stated that the funds need to be expended by February 12th per guidances sent out by DOLA and added that it seemed to him that the government continues to make the deadlines shorter and shorter. The deadline for applications to be submitted to the county for the DOLA grants is Wednesday, February 3rd. Brad Doherty, the Branson High School Athletic Director, was at the meeting to present to commissioners regarding a new field being constructed in Branson to allow their football team to continue hosting games in addition to other multifaceted uses. The total cost of the project was $450,000 as of January 19th. The school had raised $128,600. Following a feature on Nine News Next with Kyle Clark and his Word of Thanks campaign on January 20th, which featured the Branson story, 2,201 donations poured into the campaign, grossing over $52,000. Broken into three parts, the first being an artificial turf field, there will also be a shaded multi-purpose area that could be used as a classroom or larger community gatherings as the second part. The third part would be a walking path for anyone in the community to use. Starting out the fundraising, Doherty said that a Branson Junior High student donated $500 of his own money in order to be able to play on the field. Motivated by the student, each of the commissioners pledged to donate a total of $2,000 of their own money towards the project. Commissioners also voted to appoint Commissioner Felix Lopez as a county representative to the Transportation Planning Region Committee. Additionally, the commissioners voted in approval of Werfano County's appointment of Lou Ray King to the Los Animas Werfano County's Health Department Board and a license renewal for Ludlow Valley Liquor. To read more on this story and see what's happening in and around Trinidad, pick up a copy of this weekend's paper or visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com. And happening in the state, Colorado Parks and Wildlife Southeast Region took to Twitter on Tuesday to warn the risks of mange after a coyote believed to be suffering from the condition was spotted in Colorado Springs, reported Out There, Colorado. Video footage of the coyote captures its notably bare tail, a sign of mange that's caused by parasitic mites on the skin. Mange can be highly contagious among animals and can occasionally transfer to humans. 
also called canine scabies, mange can transfer from coyotes to dogs. Common symptoms include extreme itching, rashes, hair loss, bacterial and yeast infections, lymph node inf- inflammation, and emaciation in extreme cases. Treatment is available but should be conducted with expert guidance. Coyotes tend to be more territorial during the early months of the year, something that can make them more brazen. It is advised that pet owners keep their animals away from coyotes and habitats that coyotes may frequent. Avoid sites of thick vegetation and be aware that coyotes do frequently lurk in er- urban areas of Colorado. Never allow your animal to interact with a coyote, and if your pet is left outside, make sure their kennel is fully enclosed. And in national news, the Department of Homeland Security will pause many deportations for 100 days and reset its priorities for arrests and detentions, reported U.S. News. This move fulfills one of newly elected President Joe Biden's campaign pledges and marking a huge deviation from the Trump administration's indiscriminate approach to immigration enforcement. The actions are only some of a slate of sweeping changes made by Biden on day one of his presidency, rolling back or stopping several of former President Donald Trump's restrictive and high-profile immigration actions in what's expected to be the start of an overhaul of immigration policy and enforcement. The acting Homeland Security Secretary issued a memo Wednesday, hours after Biden's inauguration, ordering a stop in deportations for immigrants in the country illegally who had been given final orders of removal. During the 100-day moratorium, the agency will review its policies and practices and propose recommendations. The pause will begin no later than Friday and have four exceptions, non-citizens found to be a threat to the U.S., including spies or terrorists immigrants who were not in the U.S. before November 1st, those who voluntarily waive the right to be in the country, and anyone the head of Immigration and Customs Enforcement determined specifically must leave the country. The memo also laid out new priorities for the agency, directing it to focus its resources on arresting those who pose a national security threat and those who have been convicted of an aggravated felony. The priorities go into effect on February 1st and come after Biden on Wednesday rescinded a Trump order making nearly every immigrant in the country illegally a priority for arrest and deportation. Biden on Wednesday signed six immigration-related executive orders, including directives to stop the construction of the southern border wall, preserving protections for those in the Obama era, deferred action for childhood arrivals program, and rescinding a ban on travel from several majority Muslim countries. Biden has also proposed massive immigration reform legislation that would, among other changes, provide a pathway to citizenship for the 11 million immigrants currently in the country illegally. And if you were looking for a way to brighten up your day, a four-year-old boy in Washington, D.C. wanted to thank the National Guard for protecting the neighborhood, and he did it with cookies, reported Fox 59 yesterday. Kavi Sadar's mother, Janet, said it was his idea to bake the Guard members' cookies. They live close to the Capitol, and Janet said after the riots on January 6th, it has been a little scary in their neighborhood. On President Joe Biden's inauguration day, Kavi brought the baked goods to one of the last checkpoints before arriving at the U.S. Capitol and delivered them personally to the guardsmen. In return for the cookies, one of the guards gave Kavi an American flag patch. And coming up in Trinidad on Saturday, February 6th is the monthly Purgatory River cleanup. The group will meet at 9am outside of Noah's Ark Animal Shelter at the Riverwalk Entry. A warning to those participating to wear warm clothing and appropriate shoes. For more information, call Julie Knudsen at 970-420-1915. And if you know of an upcoming event you think should be included on our podcast, give us a shout on our TDAD Radio Facebook page or call us at 719-846-3311. And for a deeper look into what's happening in Trinidad and beyond, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com, and don't forget to support your local journalism with an online subscription. 
another shout out to our sponsor for today, Philon Toyota in Trinidad, who helped me get the car I still love and can help you find the right one too. Give them a call today at 719-355-7100. That will do it for today's episode. Thanks for hanging around. This has been Finn Warner. Have a great day. This is Chronicle News Media.